You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. brand new episode of Hear the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing Omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It is Anthony and Aurora back talking more Walking Dead Season 9. And thanks to that holiday scheduling, Aurora, we have two episodes to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even realize this, but I guess I should have. Uh, episode 8 is the mid-season finale of Walking yeah. Dead. Yeah, it's not going to be back for a couple months, so mm-hmm. we should hop right into it because one of these episodes, a lot happened in, and <laughs> yes. then it's the first episode we're going to talk about is the one where nothing happens essentially. <laughs> uh, Walking Dead season nine, episode seven, called Stradivarius. You know, in hindsight, Aurora, I'm really happy that we have two episodes to talk about today. I would have dreaded having this being the only episode. The only episode, yeah, yeah. And I'm glad that you are the one that says the title because I cannot pronounce that word. Stradivarius? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I will not attempt to do so. <laughs> it's a very famous violin make. Uh, uh, let me see here. Okay, so here's what happened. Michonne helps lead Magna's group towards Hilltop, but refuses to travel all that way, fearing a confrontation with Maggie. But she learns from Sadiq that Maggie recently left the hilltop in order to help Georgie build another community, leaving Jesus and Tara in charge. Everybody remember Georgie? I don't remember Georgie. Nope, nobody? Okay, so (laughs) this is how they wrote Maggie off of the show. Yeah. She's not dead. She just picked up... She's just somewhere. (laughs) She she just picked up Herschel and left. So Georgie is somebody who showed up in season eight in the episode The Key. You'll remember her as soon as I mention her. She was the lady who looked like a school teacher. Like, oh, the one that gave uh, Maggie she, the instructions? Yes, she had the record collection, and mm. she looked like somebody who had not experienced the zombie apocalypse. She yeah, had yeah, like, yeah. earrings and was dressed nice and her all that stuff. Okay. And in season nine, this season, in the episode The Bridge, uh, because obviously there's been a time jump between season eight and nine, mm-hmm. uh, Georgie is mentioned by Jesus while talking with Maggie, asking if she received a letter from the twins. Do you remember this? Yeah. Yes. So the twins were the twins that were with Georgie. And if she's yep. considering joining Georgie and her group, confirming that they still kept in contact during the time skip. Now, in this episode, it is revealed that sometime during the past six years, Georgie was able to successfully recruit Maggie alongside Herschel to join her expedition in discovering and building up other communities across the country. Hmm. So that's how that's the end of Maggie. She's just I don't know up and left. Okay. It feels poor, but yes, I mean, what are your other options? Your other options are to like kill her, and do you really want to kill her? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess. It feels like you're in a 
in a show like this, it feels like you don't have a lot of options for the closing of yeah, a character I mean, arc. It also kind of leaves, leaves it open for her to maybe come back. So Yeah, like make a cameo appearance at some yeah. point or something. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, well, anyway, that's where Maggie went. Michonne brings Magna's group to their former camp, allowing Luke to recover some of the musical instruments that he had been scavenging, including, uh, including an original Stradivarius violin. Although mm-hmm. uh, Michonne sort of hacks that into pieces with her sword because she thinks he's got a weapon or something, maybe. Right. Uh, while Jesus and Aaron are discussing how to bring Hilltop and Alexandria closer together, they see a flare that's shot by an injured Rosita. You remember from the episode prior. Uh, who informs them of Eugene's whereabouts after escorting Carol and Henry to Hilltop in order for Henry to apprentice as a blacksmith. Uh, Daryl takes Jesus and Aaron along with him to search for Eugene. And that's it. Mm-hmm. That's all that happened in this episode. Uh, the biggest news, there is big news, I guess, in this episode. Or, uh, only one piece of news. Okay. And that is that Daryl has a dog. Oh my god, I was just about to say that. <laughs> yes. I was just about to say you you missed the most important thing that happened. I didn't. That it was Daryl only... has a dog and his, his name is Dog. Dog. Yes. <laughs> dog. Which is is the most Daryl <laughs> name that yeah. you can think of. <laughs> yeah. He just shouts dog and the dog is like, "Yes, sir." And I love how the dog is so obedient, right? He's a super obedient dog. Daryl must have Daryl must have found this guy, you know, like right at the beginning of his six-year trek in between seasons. But here's here's my issue. Here's my issue. Um, I've noticed that in shows like this, every time someone finds a dog, it's like a German Shepherd or like a big dog. Mm -hmm. I would love to see a show where they find like a Chihuahua or Chihuahua because those. God, can you imagine? Could you imagine Daryl with a chihuahua? It will be amazing, right? Or like a poodle. I mean, a chihuahua will be great at attracting walkers, to be honest. Oh, yeah. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. But uh, they always like have them find big dogs, and you never see a character finding a small dog. I would like to see that. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's my uh, only complaint. You know, I, I did feel like we got a bit of a fear the walking dead tie-in in this episode to a, a sort of okay because uh, we got luke uh he went on like just a long bender about how important art is to humanity oh, yeah. mm-hmm. which is very akin to um jim the brewer yeah uh, going on <laughs> about how important beer is to humanity yep well, other than that that's kind of we're really reaching here nothing happened in this episode aurora <laughs> It felt like they needed I mean, to take these extra steps to get us to where we were in in episode eight, but otherwise, like nothing. Ha- we learned Daryl has a dog. That's it. Yeah, I mean, but the, the the dog was part of the most exciting thing that happened, which was he got trapped, um, and walkers were going for him. And um, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Henry saved Daryl, I think, who went right. to save dog. Right, and that's because the reason why. We see Daryl is because Carol went mm-hmm. to find him so that he could be with Henry. Yep. She wanted to convince Daryl to kind of like take care of Henry. Yeah, to keep an eye um, on him. Yeah. Right. And 
the, the whole time, Daryl is like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. He has to learn on his own. I'm not going to uh, like be his bodyguard. Yep. Um, and then this happens, and Henry kind of saves Daryl. Mm-hmm. Um, and this makes Daryl you know, decide to, okay, I'm going to go with him. But while this is happening, Carol is watching. Mm-hmm. Did you catch that? Yes. And she she has like the arrow ready to just in case something happens, but she did that on purpose. Yeah, she was like a mama bear teaching her yes. teaching her cub to hunt for the first time or whatever. Right. 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 Yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah, there was this <laughs> B plot where yeah, Henry did earn the respect of Daryl and right. uh Although I mean that quickly got dashed away because as soon as they got there, Daryl's like, Okay, I'm leaving. <laughs> so Peace. Gotta go find Eugene. Sorry about <laughs> yeah. that. What are, what are the odds? Uh, but yeah, so I mean, other than that, not a lot happened in this episode. I'm struggling no. to think of anything more to say. So, Aurora, unless you do, uh, what would you give episode seven? Um, I mean, the other thing that happened was that the the group, the new group, um, Michonne took them to where they, they were camping. Yes. That's where and the they found stuff happened. Yeah. Right. And all their stuff was uh, destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, this episode was it. I I know it was a setup, I, but I didn't mind it. I didn't. I wasn't bored watching mm-hmm. it. I was actually pretty interested in what was going on. So I'm gonna give it a four. Whoa, okay, that's like quite above <laughs> what I gave this episode. <laughs> uh, I gave this episode a very soft three. I mean, to be honest, I'm giving a four. The the whole four is for Daryl's dog. Yeah. Who's dog? <laughs> yes, dog the zombie hunter. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> I will watch that show hundred percent. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was even thinking of like two and three quarters, but then I thought, no, nah, that's a little harsh. I mm. mean, it's it's still technically above average, but it was it was a little harsh. But nothing happened in this episode. It was. I mean, I think, I think it's just because that I like the new characters that they are introducing, mm-hmm. and I like how the old characters are evolving in a way. Yeah. Um, so all that has me really interested. So I, I, I liked it. Uh, yeah. Before we talk about episode eight, I thank the good folks of Adam Tickets for sponsoring the show. Like always, cinemageekly.com slash Adam Tickets, or click the Adam Tickets link at the top of the page to pick yourself up some movie tickets or a gift card for the movie fan in your life. And now we talk about episode eight, the mid-season finale of season nine, Aurora. It's called Evolution. Some crazy stuff happens in this episode. That's right. Uh, let me see here. Let's. Uh, Henry is beginning his apprenticeship with Earl, the blacksmith. Mm-hmm. But he meets uh, the other teenagers in Hilltop. Well, he's at at first. He's got. A, he's kind of got a thing for Enid, right? Right. Until he sees Enid with uh, I can't remember his name. Isn't he the guy? Yeah, who, but he, he's the guy. Isn't he the guy who used to be a savior, but was one right. of the good ones? He, he used to be a savior, and he was uh, imprisoned by Maggie. Yeah, and he was the one that was really nice. Yeah, Earl. Yeah. Uh, wants to invite Henry to dinner, and Henry is like, uh, "Actually, I was gonna ask Enid," and he turns, and Enid is like making out with this guy, and he's <laughs> like, "Oh, um, never mind." <laughs> Aww. Poor Henry. But so he's depressed and he meets the other teens of Hilltop, uh, including a girl named Addie. Mm-hmm. Addie. There's mm-hmm. a thing there, maybe. 
and he sneaks out with them outside of Hilltop and gets drunk, uh, leading to him being temporarily imprisoned for drunk and disorderly. <laughs> Kids, that was so funny. <laughs> is. Uh, Magna's group is ultimately accepted into Hilltop, but are told by Tara that they must earn their keep. Daryl, Jesus, and Aaron find Eugene, who reveals that he heard the walkers whispering to each other, suggesting that perhaps they are evolving. The whispering herd quickly pursues the group and corners them in a cemetery. Uh, so, meanwhile, in the B-plot, you've got Gabriel and Negan. Right. And one day, because uh, Gabriel's trying to help Negan uh, find some peace or, you know, discover his, rediscover his humanity so he can right. help him. And after finding out about Rosita getting hurt, because I forgot Gabriel and Rosita are a thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Even Negan is surprised. Yeah. Negan gets <laughs> under his skin. And, I mean, we were all surprised. Uh, yeah. Negan gets under his skin, and Father Gabriel, in a huff, leaves Negan's cell, but forgets to lock it. Right. Negan doesn't realize this until later that night, and Negan escapes from confinement. Meanwhile, at the graveyard, Michonne, Magna, Yumiko uh, all arrive to help. And there's an awesome graveyard fight scene. Mm -hmm. I thought this was all great, where Jesus is kicking ass. And then he goes to kill one of these walkers, and it dodges him and mm -hmm. stabs him. Yep. Jesus is dead. Yeah. And unlike, I'm I'm unlike his... Unlike his predecessor, he does not seem likely to rise from this death. Nope. Uh, he seems gone. <laughs> uh, after fending off the herd, Daryl discovers that the Whispering Walkers are indeed people wearing walker skin. Mm -hmm. The Whispers suddenly surround the group as the episode ends. So what did you think of episode eight, Aurora? Oh my god, where to start? <laughs> It was too much. There's a lot going on. It was a lot. I mean, before we go to the obvious, um, awesome, awesome graveyard scene, mm -hmm. um, I like how I felt like I was Michonne in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> because in every single conversation, people were lying to her. Like, she's just, throughout the whole episode, she's discovering that everybody has been lying <laughs> to her face. Mm-hmm. And uh, people are like, yeah, Maggie's not here. And she's like, what? <laughs> That's how I felt when I realized. Since when? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, where is she? And I was like, That's exactly everything you're saying right now, Michonne, is what I said when I found out that Maggie's gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I thought, I, I mean, I'm trying to figure out why Michonne is so resistant to helping the other communities mm -hmm. um because they, they've been hinting you know giving us like uh small explanations on why uh, not explanations but like they've been showing us that these communities even though they care for each other they are separate very distant yeah um but they have not gone into like the actual reason mm-hmm why they're so separated. And there was a, a conversation between Michonne and Carol where Carol is 
telling her the kingdom is suffering, like the kingdom needs a lot of help. Mm -hmm. um, can you please help us a little bit? And Michonne is like, no. <laughs> Get her own nope. problems. Uh, and I, 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 I would like to know why that is. Yeah. Because um, Michonne used to be, she, she didn't used to be like that. No. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of this stems from Rick's death. Mm -hmm. uh, in quotations. Um, that I'm sure she probably feels like a lot of these groups weren't coming together around Rick. They were, in fact, near the end here, were kind of splintering off a little mm -hmm. bit. And maybe if everybody was cohesive, like what happened to Rick wouldn't have happened to him. And he'd still be there. So maybe she's... um you know, holding this bitterness about that, that sort of thing. Yeah. And maybe uh, the other sides to feel guilty. And you know, how it is sometimes if you've um, sometimes people have these relationships where uh, you're upset about something, but neither side, like they all feel bad about it, but nobody has the courage to, yeah, they don't want to address it. They don't want to be the one to mention it first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that could be it. So maybe that's what's going on. Uh, I mean, uh, it's interesting they let uh, Negan out of jail. Uh, I mean, they couldn't have kept him in there forever, so he would have, yeah. had to have gotten out eventually. So it'll be I'm curious to see what's going to happen there. But uh, obviously, the the real big, you know, and uh, I thought the I thought it was a nice aside they did with Henry and the teenagers. Mm -hmm. uh, you know that sort of thing. Turns out teens are still teens, regardless of being in the apocalypse or not. But it also showed that Carol and Ezekiel are good parents, because even though he got drunk, he also killed that walker. That Like, the kids... They, they the just had it for... Yeah, they had, like, a hole, and they had a walker in it, and they used the walker to play some games. Yeah. Um, and Henry got in the hole and killed the walker, because it was wrong to have yeah. that. Yeah. Uh but the real thing, obviously, and this is the official introduction of the Whisperers into the mm -hmm. show, and this was, I think, a much-needed thing, because it makes the zombies scary again. Yes. For the most part, they were not particularly scary, but now, when you know that there are people in the group mm -hmm. that can kill you, and you don't know what's what... Yep. Uh, I mean, because this happened here in the scene with Jesus. And by the way, I love that graveyard scene, especially because they kept it dark and grainy. Yeah, the atmosphere was great. Yeah. It, it was, was foggy. Yeah, oh, it was really good. foggy. Yes. And it was really cool. And this was a perfect example, though. Like, they just cut through these. It reminds me of, like, the... Uh, the Jedi in those Star Wars prequels, they'd have those dumbass robots that the Jedis would just cut through like butter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, that was like Jesus here. He was just like, he took it for granted that they're slow ass zombies. Mm hmm. And he goes to kill this one, and it's not a zombie, it's a whisperer, and it kills him. Uh, that really was... makes, that really makes the herds terrifying again. And, it really surprised me. To, if I'm being honest, I didn't think they were going to kill someone off. Mm -hmm. I I thought that maybe when I saw that the walker like um, defended himself, I thought he was gonna take like Jesus like a hostage. hostage. Yeah, 
Uh, but when he actually killed him, I was like, what? No way. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he says, like, you're somewhere where you're not supposed to be or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I... I liked that. Even I liked before they realized they were people. Mm-hmm. Like, Eugene hypothetically, you know, like, hypothesizing about... You know, maybe they maybe they've evolved because they're like, what? They're dead, and he's like, well, they're not that dead. They're still walking around, mm-hmm. and he's like, if that's the and the only way to kill them is shot to the head, which means their brains are still working. And if their brains are still working, then you know they can learn, they can adapt. Maybe they can learn how to talk again. Maybe they can remember things. Maybe they right. can figure out how to hunt or strategize on like a on a basic level. So they were finding ways to like make all of that stuff makes sense. And they all, I think Aaron did make a good point. He's like, you're right. It is no stranger than them being dead and walking around. Right. <laughs> Out of all the strange <laughs> things we see, it's, that's yep. really not, you know, Oh, I, I buy that they're undead zombies, but that they can talk. Oh, that's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, that made sense. But the fact that they're whisperers, um, obviously made the most sense, but mm-hmm. That's really uh, that's really excellent and makes them very scary. It it does yes, and they 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 ended the episode with all of them being like surrounded by them, and you could hear the whispers like "Don't get them out, let them get away," and yeah. uh, you you we must get them. And it was so scary. Yeah, we'll kill um, them all at once. I think was one yeah, of them or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it was so scary. It was so good. Yeah, I thought that was excellent. Yep. A good mid-season finale to this show. It was great, yeah. I was very happy. Uh, any other thoughts on uh, what happened? Are, are you uh, are you gonna are you gonna ship Henry and Addie? We can call eh. them. We can call them Hattie. <laughs> I don't know. You're not sure. I don't know. I wish I wish that Henry would just do what he's supposed to do in Hilltop and then go back to the kingdom. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Henry's too good for this. He's too good for yeah. this hilltop yeah. with their corrupted teens who go out drinking. Yeah, and you, you, we've seen this happen before. Every time someone falls in love in The Walking Dead, it, it, it's, it's, bad stuff happens. That's why Gabriel's got it right. He's just going to fall in love with a bunch of people, and <laughs> they can't all die. <laughs> well, Rosita almost died. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Yeah. Um, I am. I'm really excited to see what happens next. Um, I was worried about Rick and Maggie leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know if they were gonna be able to do, you know, recover from that. But yeah. to be honest, I am loving what's happening in the show, mm-hmm. um, and I think it was needed. Yeah, um, the show's kind of carrying on just fine. It feels like. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited. I want to see what Negan does. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm curious to see what else they're gonna do with the uh, the whisperers. After reading about them more in depth, I'm curious as to how much of the civilization that's been cultivated there makes it into the TV show. Because mm-hmm. there's some other things that I'm pretty sure that exist in the culture established in the comic books that aren't going to make it to television. Right. In fact, I'm positive there's at least one. That will not make it to television, I don't think. Okay. Uh, especially not in 2018. But uh, so the whole point about, uh, as best I can tell about the Whisperers, is that they uh, have come to believe that humans are 
well, have always been animals, but human civilization uh, prior to this moment has felt like they weren't, like they were separate or apart from them. Mm-hmm. But now they're like, well, this is our chance to prove it. So they don't have names. They don't. Uh, and they specifically note in reading about them that a common occurrence among them is sexual assault and rape, but yep. that the women do not think of it. A lot of them don't think of it as that mm-hmm. because they think of it as a human social structure or a construct right. Right. Uh, that, you know, men go after women and you either can defend yourself or don't. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they're not going to incorporate that into the show. Yeah. Maybe they will, yeah. but I doubt it. I mean, maybe they will. I mean, we saw, we kind of saw a rape scene in the first season. Did we? Oh my uh, God, I don't remember. Yeah, Shane almost tried to rape Lori. Yeah, oh yeah, that's a long time ago. I for, yeah. I've completely forgotten about that. <laughs> so, I mean, he didn't do it, but he yeah. tried to. Um, so, I, it wouldn't, I mean, they might. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, so any any other thoughts on episode eight, Aurora? And what would you give? Um, no, it was fantastic. I liked it. I gave it a five. All right. <laughs> That's a good score. That's a good score, yeah. everybody. It doesn't go much <laughs> higher than five. Uh, I, I, I didn't go five. I went four and three quarters, but I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. It was a great episode. I'm just happy that zombies are kind of spooky again. I mean, they're not yeah. specifically spooky, but the fact that there's these other people hiding in them makes yeah. it spooky. I, I, and it I helped like it that they did it in a graveyard. That was great. I'm like, that's the zombie's home. Yeah. Of course you're not supposed to be there. That's where they live, everyone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, I'm excited to see more. Unfortunately, Aurora, we're not going to be able to see more because mm-hmm. that was the, the mid season break and they're going to be off until the new year. So I'll have to wait. Patience is a virtue, everybody. Uh, all right, well, that's the show. Head on over to cinemageekly.com. Check out the archives of the show. And you can, of course, find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. Just search for Hear the Walking Dead, hit subscribe, and that way you can hear Aurora and I come back, talk about Walking Dead Season 9, Episode 9, in February of 2019.